Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 522, where we'll be talking about comics that originally came out July 31st, 2019. The last of a five-week release month in July, directly after San Diego Comic-Con, and the second half, officially, of the comic book year 2019. So, Drew, tell me what we got in the world of comics. Well, one of the big things coming out was uh, everybody was asking us, what were we thinking about the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase mm-hmm. 4 announcements? And uh, we turned that right back around and we were asking our listeners what they thought. And boy, everybody has everybody has some opinions on this. Eric Wolf is very intrigued that Doctor Strange will be focused on multiverse and be a horror movie. So many amazing things could be introduced in a movie like this. I think the scuttlebutt I heard about that is perhaps our blade will be uh, shown in that uh, that movie. Uh, Stephen Haskane says, Hawkeye series as Ronan will be my one to watch. Well, I'll watch them all. But, and Blade is back, this could get interesting. He's excited about those two as well. Yeah. Michael Lamb says the Hawkeye series logo right from the Fraction run. And introducing Kate Bishop. He's excited about that. Um, I think we are both on board saying uh, we concur mm-hmm. that uh, Hawkeye is, is an exciting one. Um, Thomas Morgan says Blade. Um, and also Natalie Portman holding the hammer has him intrigued as well. Jane Foster could be cool. Uh, now, some of these are uh, series, and some of these are movies, so uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, we've got um, Comic CT, they go Blade all the way, Bronze Comics, Forgot Blade, and I said, yep, I know, because I didn't put that in the picture. Yeah. Um, uh, DJ Gamer Tony says Doctor Strange. Wolf Warner, our buddy Wolf Wolf has Blade, Eternals, Thor, WandaVision. Also, Taskmaster is here. Yeah. Uh, yes, so he's excited about that. Um, Word Up Comics is disappointed. Just one new character movie and it's only Kung Fu? Disney is playing it too safe. And Izzo2Mac says, what if? Big fan of that. Um... Hannah says, I'm most excited for Loki and WandaVision. And Jason Carpenter says, I think they all sound cool and different, but I think What If could be awesome. And the triumphant third Summers brother says, Jane Thor. So lots of different and varied reactions. Kyle, what do you think about these this phase four reaction all right i've done nothing but think about this talk about this do this for the last week so here's the thing we are only getting two years for phase four it is a super short-lived run phase four does not incorporate the things we know are coming in black panther 2 captain marvel 2 guardians 3 uh something else but why is why is dr strange and thor in there then because they're setting something up. It seems like everything we have within quote-unquote Phase 4, is, aside from a few things, is mystical or space or that kind of thing. So I think we're just transitioning and setting up a, a few different things here. Um, so I, it's only two years, and it's a good two-year run. I love the fact that they're they're mixing in these uh, Disney Plus programs 
because I'm excited for those. And I, I, <laughs> I love the idea of what they're going to do. I'm trying to figure yes. out the format, Matt. I've heard them say they're shooting for six to eight issue or episode runs on these. Yes. Um, not necessarily continuing a series, just one-off series. I'm not sure if that means we're going to get an hour each, so we're going to get you know roughly six to eight hours of content out of this. Are they going to make them bingeable, or are they going to make them on a weekly basis? There's a lot of questions I have over the format and what this stuff's going to come out when it does Disney+. Plus. But I'm super excited in the way that they can tell stories within that. And most of the stuff that I'm the most excited about, I think, is... I'm really excited about the Disney Plus stuff because I just love that way of storytelling and I just can't wait to see how Marvel and Feige and Phase 4 does those kind of Disney Plus things. I mean, we've experienced that with the Netflix series. and and, and Marvel was not in charge of those. Those were pretty That's like saying we experienced Spider-Man when Sony did it with uh, Andrew Garfield, so we know what we're getting with this Tom Holland thing. Hey, th- those were good. Those were good. Yeah. So those were good Spider-Man. So when Marvel gets a hold of something, Marvel has a large, you know, large picture in mind on things. We get okay. good things. But Hawkeye, man, for what Hawkeye could be, that's the one I keep going. Give me what I want from this, and I will be eternally happy. If it, it, could it be Pizza Dog? Could we get a Pizza Dog? <laughs> I guarantee there's a cameo by Pizza Dog. But, like, it's a long road to get there. I think Ronin is probably a more... Uh, probably what we'll get out of that more towards the ronin more towards the still being off he can start as ronin yeah because he was kind of ronin in in game right he was ronin in in game correct he can start as ronin but then but you're not taking a teenage girl with you to take down gangsters right off the bat so so you've already but you've already done you've already done that we we saw enough of that in so he could do an episode of that meet kate Change, change, become Fraction Hawkeye, mm-hmm. and I'll watch the shit out of that. Do we get that? Sounds awesome. Deaf Hawkeye. Yeah, I don't know. I oh, like Deaf Hawkeye. Deaf Hawkeye is my favorite Hawkeye. Uh, that's tough on TV, man. It is. I don't, I, I don't see that. No. Call it's unnecessary, but I like it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's a series. What? Oh, the other series. What if? Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a really cool concept. Anthology-ish. Um, I'm not sure how they can pull it off. Doing like, we're going to give you Black Mirror in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I, I'm really curious how they're going to try to pull this off. Yeah. Um, it could be fantastic. It could be uh, boring. I don't know. Um, we'll see. If they don't make, like, let's say they do What If and they don't make it bingeable. And it's like appointment television every week. That's and good. And we don't know the characters. Like, we're going we're gonna to get yep. first appearance stuff in here that we don't know anything about. And we're going to get, like... You know, we're we're gonna tune in one day, and they're like, "Oh, we are dealing with 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 you know, the yeah. dark forces, people." Yeah. But some of the some of the what if the best what ifs are like, you know, what if um, Thor lost the hammer mm-hmm. or something, and so are they gonna get Hemsworth for that? Yes. To come in to do an hour of TV. Yes. Okay, because they can. Correct. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's we're, cool. We're talking um, that Disney money now. Disney money, all right, all right. Uh, what's the other series? Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, is that a series? Yes, yes, that looks okay. great. So we're excited about that one too? Yes, but I'm, I just don't know what they're going to do with that. Because like, I want Winter Soldier in Wakanda with the Grey Wolf stuff or whatever it was. Okay. Uh, but it would be nice to have him 
and Falcon beside each other, kind of trading off the shield and learning from each other and yeah. banting about over who should have really taken up the mantle after Cap kind of thing. Cause yeah. There's still a lot of people that are like, man, Bucky should be the second Cap. Yes. Uh, now, WandaVision, another series, correct? I'm the least excited for WandaVision. Oh, if it's just the the 12-issue maxi-series... Um, um, a vision of Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, that would be great. That would be great. Let's do that. Is that all of the series? Everything else is movies? Yes. Black yeah. Widow is a movie, right? Widow's a movie. We excited about that? For, I don't care about prequel stuff. Is it two years too late for that to happen? It's two years too late for this to happen because I'm just, eh. I mean, I love that David, David Harbour's in it. I love that we get Taskmaster. But I if we're not pushing forward things, I don't care as much. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know why they, you know, I think they got backlash for not doing a Black Widow, mm-hmm. and I think they're just taking some of that in-game money and saying, "All right, let's just do this." Check that box. Um, yeah, I don't. I, it just feels way too late for me. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. I think it's cool. I think if they stick with Jason Aaron stuff, I like her. Except those feel, if they stick with that run, that feels very much like a series one movie. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm all these internal struggles, not a lot of action, figuring out my powers, slow stuff that I've kind of, as a Marvel person, have moved on from the series one movies. What if it's just Natalie Portman in chemo for 90 minutes? And then she gets the hammer and it fades to black. Uh, <laughs> would that be good? No, no, that would be <laughs> awful. And do we get so, like so? We don't even have the hammer in this continuity, so we have to f- sort that out. And then do we have like one of the dumbest things was the original sin reason? Like, oh, I'm now unworthy because of what you know what Nick Fury whispered in my ear. That was all. That was always the dumbest part of it. Mm-hmm. But we have to do the dumbest part of it, I assume. Unless we're just going to be like, here's Stormbreaker, have fun. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, like, Natalie Portman's amazing. She can handle it. I, I love her outfit, the outfit that goes along with the, the uh, you know, the, fi- the, what do they call her? The Mighty Thor. So, Yeah. But it's just getting there, and it seems kind of like a boring phase one haul. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, this movie's going to be wacky, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait. We're going to get all kinds of crazy, weird, crazy stuff. And we're, we you know, we finally got like a pretty OP Strange, and he just gets to play in his world and do all kinds of stuff. And I'm assuming he'll be as snarky and cocky as ever now that he can... You know, the dude has the ability to... You know, open holes to transport an entire army to fight an endgame and stuff. So we're dealing with some, some pretty next level, uh, strange stuff here. So let's get into the backwoods stuff. Let's get into the crazy and let's just poke around in there. And this is, um, you know, Doctor Strange was probably one of the less well received of the movies. Yeah, middle of the pack. Middle of the pack, I guess. Um, so that was kind of a surprise to me. Yep. They're, they're going back to the well, so there must be a play in place there, I guess. And we're, we're using the word multiverse, so let's let's fold time. Yeah. Uh, then we got Loki. Yeah, where'd he go? Let's is find this, out. This is a movie, right? No, I'm sorry. This is the series. You're right. Luke, this, Loki that's is Disney a series. Plus. My bad. Okay. Okay. All right. 
So, uh, Tom Hiddleston, let's let's creep people out and be trickster. Okay. Uh, then we have uh, we have Shang Chi. These are in no particular order, obviously. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have my timeline ready. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Shang Chi, the Legend of the what is it, Ten Rings, could be cool. Can't wait. Don't know a lot about it. Kind of don't yeah. want to know a lot about it till we get there. Yeah, I think I'll go in cold. Yep. Um, and just let it unfold. And then Eternals is the what we, we know the most about. I think we've yeah, got some casting we, information. Good cast. We got Kumail Nanjiani in there and some stuff. Yeah. On um. So that that's interesting. And then we have Blade with um, our our guy from Green Book and um, what's his name, Drew? Mata Har Ali. Maharashi. Is that it? Maharashi Ali. <laughs> I don't think that's how you pronounce it, but doggone it. I don't have it in front of me, so I don't Mercy Ali. Ali. Yeah, I I I think he's fantastic. So um I think it'll be great. I know there are some uh do we get, super fans. Do we get a Wesley Snipes cameo in Blade? Uh now we would get that if that was a Sony property or a <laughs> Fox property. They would definitely do that. I don't know if Marvel's gonna do that. Do we bring back Stephen Dorff? <laughs> so. Um, so that's it's quite a it's quite an interesting slate. Um, it is missing the heavy hitters. No Black Panther. No Guardians three that we know are coming. Yeah, um, and in my mind, we know Ant Man three is coming as well. Okay, okay, we do. Why wouldn't you? Movies making money. We got the fo- we got the extra five years, so we got the daughter at the age of seventeen. We're good to go. Okay, and then, but, and then, but we're doing a um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, so we're not going to do any more caps with the new Falcon, even though the the shield has been just passed. put him in Avengers. Okay, and we're not going to touch Iron Man again for a while, if ever. Yeah, I mean, we're going to watch Panther, and we're going to see if Shuri takes up the mantle at the end. Of course, that's always been my that That's best. your opinion. That yeah. There's no reasoning. <laughs> the opinion of Kyle does not necessarily reflect the opinions of comics or Phantom Profit or Disney yeah. in general. Exactly. But all in all, I'm excited. I mean, I'll be, I'll be Disney Plus day one. You're going to be an early adopter on this. I have children. But they don't know when it comes out. No, but they know when Disney movies that I... I that, like, Netflix is going to be a tumbleweed graveyard. It already is. My kids already don't do much Netflix anymore. But they're going to love all that Disney stuff on there. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you're an early adopter. What is the price? It wasn't even that much, eight was bucks, it? Eight bucks a month. No, it's, pre- it's cheaper than Netflix. Yep. Do you see a mass exodus of people unsubscribing from Netflix to do this? Oh, yeah, especially with Office on its way out, Disney on its way out. The Office? They're taking The Office away? Yeah, The Office's contract I know is they're taking the. Like, I know they're taking Friends. I didn't know The Office was Yeah, waiting. Office is going over back over to NBC Universal in 2020 or 2021. I can't remember. There's a death date on it. What is, um, what is NBC's app? They're the big uh, Universal app that has everything. Oh, that's garbage, right? Nobody has that. Is yeah. it already out? No. Okay. It's just looming. So that's not going to be part of the HBO Max then? I think it is. I think it's part of that thing. Oh, okay. Well, or or Hulu. Not Hulu. Not Hulu. Okay. 
Alright, yeah, I can't keep it straight. I guess I'll wait for that to all shake out. But, like, I dug out my Thor 1 book. I dug out all my Fraction Hawkeye stuff. I drag out my first Kate. Um, I drug out a few other things, and they're all flying up. I drag out some uh, Paper Girls. So, I'm going to try to make some money off this talk. Sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah, we should... Um, I think as we get closer to these movie announcements, to show announcements, we should uh, hop on IMDb, especially the For What If, mm-hmm. and find out what what the show titles are. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, and we can maybe figure out which issues they are, or just gobble up all the oh. dollar bin What, what ifs. ifs there are, but there's so many. <laughs> just hold them up. Would this make a good show? No. <laughs> Thor's a frog? No. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's enough Marvel Phase 4 talk. Um, Well, I got some more feedback. Uh, Gents, excellent tribute to Derek. I thoroughly enjoyed the comics alternative and was shocked at the news of his passing. The comic book community is strong. Thank you, Ryan. You are welcome. And it is, yeah, it, it was shocking. And it continues to be shocking and sad, so. Um, but thank you for the kind words. Um, hi, Kyle and Drew. Listen every week. Freaked out when you missed a week, but I understand family. <laughs> While hearing about Keanu Reeves maybe joining MCU, potential role mentioned was Moon Knight. I read a little bio on the character then, and he sounds great. I know, Drew, he's your favorite. So do you recommend a reading list or a trade to learn more? Thanks for all that you do. Mark Cachadorian. Uh, let's see. Uh, thank you. And yes, I'm a big fan. Um, didn't make it to phase four though, did it? Uh, so that was a big disappointment. Um, you gotta start at, um, the werewolf by night, uh, 32. (laughs) We have to start you at a $1,200 book. (laughs) (laughs) You can get that in a variety of ways. It's in a bunch of different reprints, or you can just go right to the 1980 series. Um, Volume one. That's the best one. It ages uh, well. I think so. Sinkevich Munch. Um, you go to that one. Uh, it's it's available in trades and epic collections, and so it's really affordable. Um, try start there. Then go to Mark Spector. Uh, I think you'll like that too. And uh, you know, so not Moon Knight, but there's a Mark Spector series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Mark. Mark. Mark Spector. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Mark Spector. Um, it's volume two, okay, basically. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And then there are there are tons of little mini series that are sprinkled on in there as well. Uh, before you get to the the next volumes and relaunches, with there, Bendis did a nice volume of Moon Knight uh, that was pretty good. I liked it. Um, and then you're then you're getting closer to modern modern day. So there's like eight volumes in all. Um, some of them are like four and six issue mini series. Um, um, feel free to to dabble in all those, but you got to start in the first one, the first volume, to really um, get a sense for who the character is. And then some and, of them you cancel the whole series, but mysteriously just release an annual for no real <laughs> reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that as well. Uh, I don't understand it, but we'll I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so yeah, for those of you who who submitted your July orders, you noticed there was a Moon Knight annual in there. So interesting um thank you mark for that uh let's see 
Jason sent us an email. Hey, can you mention ha- Comic Con Honolulu is next weekend? Oh, August second through the fourth. Um, yes, I can. They have some great guests lined up for this year's convention. Will Wheaton, Will Friedel, who is Ooh, the voice Boy Meets actor. World and the the voice of uh, who was it? Batman Beyond. Yeah, Beyond Terry McGinnis. Uh, Amy Reader, who did Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur. Mark Brooks, uh, cover artist. Um, Ross Marquand, the actor from actor of Aaron from The Walking Dead. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and he was the Soul Stonekeeper, Red Skull, in Endgame. Didn't yeah, that's right. He was He's the new guy that took over for Hugo Weaving. I did not realize that. Uh, Mike and Laura Allred will be there. Uh, the cast of Netflix, The Dragon Prince. Hmm. Tom... Tom DeFalco, um, writer and former editor-in-chief. David Mack, artist. And John Romita, Jr., artist. Uh, nice. The organizers are also selling 10 tickets to have a private dinner with John Romita, Jr. and his wife for 250 bucks, which includes 10 free signatures and a head sketch of that's the a, attendee's choice. That's a deal. I would do that. Would you? You get a sketch plus some signatures... Plus a, a pretty killer meal, that sounds like a pretty good deal. I mean, two fifty. I mean, what would you pay for a, a sketch from a like John Romita Jr.? Those are uh, you're, fifty you're bucks. At, you're at, <laughs> the, okay, you're cheapskate, but you're probably asking a hundred bucks for that kind of thing. Yeah, and then yes. you you get a prioritized ten signatures that you don't have to fight for and stand over, and true. then you get a meal. I mean, that seems like a heck of a deal, man. Yeah, that's true. what if it's vegan? <laughs> it's Hawaii. It's got to be. A, there's got to be a a, a a luau involved. There'll, there'll be there'll be pineapple and spam. For yes. Sure. Yes. Excellent. Okay. All right. Um, he says he's going to be there all three days, and hopefully he'll get us some interviews for the podcast. So nice. awesome. Thank you, Jason. We look forward to that. Enjoy the con. He's, he lives on an island and goes to like the best cons. Yeah. We live in the middle of the continental United States. Barely get to go to cons. Well, that, when you live in paradise, the people come to you. I guess I guess that's true. <laughs> All right, Kyle, tell them about the FOC. Of course, the FOC is our final order cutoff. It's the last opportunity we had to add things to our order, take things away from our order, see art, and get FOC exclusive things. So we like to comb through what's available in those FOCs. Eric is kindly enough to give us that on Friday evenings, curated and wonderful for us in a nice little package. We look it over over the weekend and we submit our extra stuff that we want by midday on Monday. Um, Your LCS should have the ability to do these as well. And if you'd like, you can get on Eric's list to get that email to find out what's available. Take it directly to your... Uh, uh, L, your local comic book shop and get those things added so you don't have to go on the secondary market to find some of these things. Or, if your FOC doesn't do it, like our FOC didn't do it, we just reach out directly to Calabunga and we make sure, and they always make sure we are taken care of. So, we like to come through the FOC and of course Eric likes to pull up a few things that interest him on this week's FOC. So the first thing he's pulled up is Alien I'm sorry, Aliens Rescue number two. There's a Della Tora cover this of course being the brian wood series from dark horse uh drew we love our facsimile editions and dc is on the facsimile editions now and we have batman 232 facsimile edition with some nice neil adams art on that one a little razagul in it 
we have Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool, number one of three, and he is showing us the Clayton Crane 1 in 25 variant with a nice little $40 price tag, but that is a good-looking book right there. And the other thing he is spotlighting is a wonderful discount and deal we get on the OGN for Thanos Infinity Ending. But, Drew and I like to comb through our for ourselves and see what we can find. And Drew, let's start where we like to Drew, let's start with the Dark Horse. We don't like to start there. We alphabetically like to start here. <laughs> yeah. Um, good, weird 4, that seems like it's a little delayed, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Seeing as it uh, says February on it. Yeah. There's a Hellboy. Uh, I don't see much of else in there. Uh, is that American Gods? That's a f issue five. What is that series? Oh, they don't have an end to that series. It's not a limited series like I thought. Never mind. It's talking about the final battle, so who knows. All right, that's it for them. Let's head on down DC. Aquaman 51. We are still doing card stocks. Hmm. We, we, I, wish we, I wish I had a handle on that. Yeah. I haven't seen him take it off, have you? Uh -uh. And I've heard a lot of people going, why do I got to pay more? And they don't, they don't like them. But people complain, so I can't get a handle on it, on it either. Yeah. Of course, there we have Batman 232 facsimile edition for the wonderful buttoned-up price of 239 with your discount, nice. 399 comic. Buttoned up. Uh, mm -hmm. We got a, let's see, Dark Gifts Nightwing. What's that look like? All right. Dang it. Bruno Redondo. Oh, that's a Court of Owl on there. Look at the other one. I like the other one better. Okay. It'll take me 12 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a pretty neat looking cover. I don't get those a lot of them. Yeah. Huh. The variant looks good. Warren Lou. Not too shabby. I like the throw. Yeah, it's pretty nice. The, the uh, Robin King. But yeah, we get Talon back. I am a Talon fan, so I believe I have the whole Talon series. Because I like to sit somewhere. Oh, we're re-releasing some Sandman 30th Anniversary trade paperback. Sandman Dream Hunters 30th Anniversary Edition. The four-issue comic adaptation of Gaiman's original prose novella. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. Did you read uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen? I haven't read that one yet. I read most of I really liked it. Fraction. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. When you said somebody read it, who read it? Yeah, I read I read Lois Lane. I haven't read Jimmy Olsen yet. Gotcha. I did read the um, the preview pages, and they were really good. So I like that. I got to jump on that one because I I've yeah. been ordering those because I want to see what Fraction's been up to. Well, we got a the hundredth issue of Scooby Doo. Where are you? So, um, I'm not usually a reader. I was a big fan of the cartoon but I, when I was a kid, but um, haven't read the comic much. Um, but, that's 100 issues. Two ninety nine. I like it. Alright, Drew, anything else in DC? I don't think so. Alright, 
let's head on down and of course the first thing off the bat in IDW good old Kanto continues to be a hot book so if you're trying to jump on now don't forget to add that third issue right now because something tells me this this will not stop at six Anything else in IDW, sir? Mountainhead number one? No, I don't think so. I don't know who John Lee's or Ryan Lee are, but they've got a a horror story, a psychological thriller. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, not necessarily my wheelhouse on that one, mixed with IDW not always being my wheelhouse, and I don't know if I'm in on that one. Star Pig apparently took off pretty darn good. What's There's that about? people talking about it, but it was... Very teenagery, so ah, uh, yeah, we yeah. missed out. We missed out, and that's one that I'll probably always miss out on. And we just mm -hmm. gotta kind of know that that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna happen from time to time. That is a blind spot in kiddo books on my part. Right. Let the deals make. Now we out. have these Marvel action books, which is Marvel publishing things in IDW. We have Captain Marvel normally a hot book we have the cat from the movie the flurkin the flurkin the flurkin named goose or whatnot on the cover does that mean anything yeah okay so do we need this book sam mags and sweeney boo on writing an art Sweeney Boo. Oh, and she's teaming up with Jessica Drew. Interesting. Oh. Anyways, there's an option there. Uh, might not be something you need to sleep on, but who knows, because we've been pretty blah on these Marvel action crossover books. Okay, I'm in image. Pretty violent, number one. It is a all-agey, yet still violent series premiere from Derek Hunter and Jason Young. Oh, I th actually thought it was pretty deadly. Re rebooted. <laughs> thought this was going to wow. be a Kelly Sudaconic joint? I did. I, I swear that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's going to be a Kelly Sudaconic book. Like, Gamma no. Ray wants to be a hero and why, a superhero, and why shouldn't she? she? She's been strong since she was a baby. The only problem is all her siblings are notorious hero-murdering criminals. Ooh, for this ongoing gore-filled, laugh-out-loud comedy for mature readers that explores one girl's journey through the rifts between personal and family identity. So this sounds a lot like Scotty Young's uh, blah, blah, blah. What the heck was the name of that thing? I loved yeah. it. Dang it, why can't I think of that? Oh, I hate Fairyland. Duh, it's the same. Yeah, Jason Young's writing this, and he wrote, helped write I Hate Fairyland. So yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So if you liked I Hate Fairyland, you'll love Pretty Violent. Snot Girl's back. Hey. Um, supposed to be out in March. Didn't make it. Um, 
It looks like it's not even, they just not even got to acknowledge that it's delayed at all and just pick up, like in the middle of a story arc, like, oh, yeah, it's normal you to either, be gone for six you months. You either want it or you don't. Yeah, either read it or don't. Who do you think you are? Man. Uh, Jason Aaron's Sea of Stars going back for a second print. Second print looks just like the first, so no real scuttlebutt there. But if you, you missed it, no. I don't. I think I re read it and I don't remember it being great. Oy vey. But, um, uh, back wait, I'll have to reread re it. <laughs> Take two. Yeah. Alright, that's all I have for Image. Well, we've got um, a Deadpool annual. And a Deadpool's actually happening, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, It's crazy how they do that. Um, we've got Ghost Spider number one. Yep. And um, Ghost Spider is which one is Ghost Spider? Earth sixty five. Gwen Stacy now travels six one six for action. So is that what we're call calling Gwen Spider? Gwen is she Ghost Spider now? Is she always been Ghost Spider? Did I miss that? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been in. I uh, think apparently the Earth sixty five Gwen Stacy. Oh, come on. Somebody help me out. <laughs> I, I thought, I, I mean, I thought it was, yeah, I think it, I think that is Spider-Quinn. But I didn't, I don't, I don't remember them being, relaunching, I don't know. I'm so confused. So they ended Spider-Gwen series and they relaunched it as Ghost Spider? Is that what's happening? Again, not sure. I missed this completely. I should read the solicits more carefully during preview cycle. But you know Absolutely. what? I have FOC. Yeah, so right. I'm lazy. Just, it can save our butts on those kind of things. Yes, I get a second bite at the apple, as yeah. we like to say. Absolute Carnage in Deadpool number one. Matthew Rosenberg. Tyler Kirkham on the cover art. Cover art looks awesome on the regular one. Uh, Matthew Rosenberg means this probably isn't going to be funny at all, is it? <laughs> no. Okay, so we get the Deadpool that nobody likes, um, hacking around with Carnage. So, okay, I don't. Do you find him funny? Do you no. find Rosenberg's no. other stuff funny at all? Uh, he was two kids or four kids walking into a bank. Yeah, that him and Kendlin. Yeah. Him and Kendlin. Yeah, this there's no Kendlin on this. Yeah, I'm guessing Kendlin was the the, the humor. We'll see. He might we'll have give been it a, a shot guy. just to see. Yeah. Uh, Superior Spider-Man, I'm very upset that you're not reading this. I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it. The Christos Gage one? The Superior Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah, back into the... the... Yeah, it's, I originally was It's your like, favorite Spider-Man it, arc. It's just like your favorite Spider-Man arc. But it's not slots. And but I it's it still would... really good. All right, then I'll, it's only ten issues, I'll catch up. Maybe that'll shut him up. <laughs> You'll never read it. You're ten issues behind. You're not going to read it. You're not going to start at ten. No, I'm not going to start at ten. But I'm not reading any spider books at the moment, so I can power go. through that. Valkyrie Jane Foster number two. Of course, Jane Foster in the news a lot. Valkyrie in the news a lot with all those, both those characters. So, who knows? So, what? What was our? What did we decide our first appearance of Jane Foster as Thor was? Was it number one? Yes, it's number one. 
<laughs> we technically, technically, yeah. act like me. Technically, we have Hawkeye and Deadpool Zero has her, but we don't know if it's actually her or somebody in a Halloween costume as her. Uh, but the first time we see the legitimate Mighty Thor character is Hawkeye Deadpool Zero, which I have sitting right here. I can't reach it, but just know that I'm pointing at it. Um, we have her officially in that, but you know the first time she picks it up and says, I'm Mighty Thor, look at me, is yeah. that 2014 Thor run. Very one. cool. And of course... Uh, Valkyrie, the Valkyrie we have from the MCU has been confirmed as our first uh, LGBT character in the uh, MCU. Really? Yeah. What about Iceman? You mean that character that isn't in the MCU? Talking movies, in the movies, the first confirmed gay superhero in our our MCU. Not Marvel movies. Okay, gotcha. Not officially... Okay, in the Marvel Cinematic, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. That's that's what MCU stands for. I should I should I should listen when you speak. I've been saying that for five hundred and twenty two <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> we got one entry from Vault Comics and it's test number one going back to a second print. Of course, this is Christopher Sabella and Jen Hickman doing the art for mm-hmm. it. So Nice. We talked about this, but I didn't pull the trigger, did you? Uh, not the second printing, no. I oh, think we had the, the first, first one coming. I think I got the first one coming. Very yeah. cool. Now, uh, you were doing the Faithless erotic covers? Yes. I was and the FOC exclusives? A. Yes, I was doing two or three of everything, yes. Um, so where are you on five? Are you done? I, uh, yeah, I ordered A and B on five. And are they offering an FOC? Yes. Add it. But you've got, okay, so then you've got one more and you completed no, a it's, triple. I, I believe it's through five, yeah. No, it's a six issue. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, because yeah, the last, okay, I didn't do Faithless in this previews, I, I, but I did in the last one, which would have been six. Okay. Okay. So do you have, so you just need the FOC, not the B, you've got the A coming. Correct. Okay. A and B coming. Yes, okay. correct. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, can we shoot down to Aftershock? Yep, let's head on down to Aftershock. Uh, Wando, who I, I've i been liking his art for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing a lot of Aftershock books and covers and um, doing interior arts and art. And um, now he's doing writing. So you know how I feel about that. I'm always worried. Can you get out on artists, time? Can you finish an arc? Which and can you write? Yeah. You know, um... So, and I've always uh, said writing is by far the easiest part of that. Anybody can write. <laughs> well, it seems, yeah, I mean, anybody can write six or seven books at a time, it seems. Um, <laughs> Not so. anybody who puts out a Black Mask book. Oh! Well, oh, ouch. Yeah. Call back for the poke in the poor bear. Yeah. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interest, I'm really interested in Bad Reception. I'm going to check it out. Um, I like Wando's art a lot, so I'm curious to what he does with this. Killing um, it on that cover. That cover's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and his 
ten issue incentive cover. Pretty Nothing. good as well. I won't be buying that one. <laughs> that wouldn't give me nightmares. Because that's that's actually not even an on one do. An Alzaseda. Don't care about Jughead Time Police. Don't care about. Yeah, I'm not really not. There's really nothing else that I that I see that I'm interested in. All right, so just a couple things we wanted to make sure you guys did not forget on your way through. These are things you can still continue to add, all kinds of neat stuff. Um, so feel free to look it over. And mm-hmm. like I said, if your FOC does it, make sure you get your stuff. If not, we always reach out to yep. Cowabunga to hook us up. All that stuff's in the show notes. If you need hooked up as well. Okay, we got some interesting news. Spawn three hundred two will have a new female spawn. Ooh, she spawn. The she spawn. Uh, the the new heroes, the Reaper and Jessica Priest, the she spawn, uh, join Spawn's war against the forces of heaven and hell in uh, Spawn three hundred two. So, Spawn three hundred massive, twenty thousand covers. $8 book. Going to be some really cool covers in there that people are excited about. 301, a 4 or $5 book. I think it's a $5 book. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure what's going on in there. Uh, but that's going to be popular. Then we're going to go to 302, back to 299. Yeah. Big surprise. I didn't think he'd do it. I thought he'd stop at 399 and stay there. But hats off to McFarland for going back to 299. Plus first appearances of characters that may be big. There's got a lot of eyeballs on uh, Spawn now uh, because of the anniversary issue. Uh, bye bye bye, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure you are on that, and yeah. don't sleep on 301 because we're we're worried about this Hulk 181 81 thing with this. Yep. Are we yep. gonna get uh, Shish Spawn? Yeah. In 301, but make sure you get 302. Make yep. sure you get 301. And, and now this is uh, most likely, until Saga gets back, and maybe even when Saga gets back, this is the best-selling ongoing from Image. Um, I have poo-pooed when people suggested this could happen, um, because I assumed Walking Dead would work, would live it forever, and I was <laughs> wrong about that. But um, yeah, this is now probably going to be the best-selling ongoing for a while, We'll see what happens when Saga comes back, if it can um, sustain over the 50,000 mark. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. People may have forgotten about it. Um, but uh, long live Spawn. Yeah. Who knew? 300 issues later. There you go. Uh, we have um, Rob Guillory's Farmhand has been optioned. It is going to be developed for a series at AMC. I have a couple. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if there's going to be a heat in uh, the issue where my letter's in the back. I don't know if I told you, Kyle. <laughs> Got my letter in the back. <laughs> I think that's what pushed it over the top. I think that's why they bought it. I think that it had to, it had to be something. But So um, it's going to be an AMC series. Gather them up. Should be spiking as you as we speak on mm-hmm. eBay, and, and check those out. I know I got an A and a B, so I'm gonna put those um, together and sell them. We got a cover, uh, Captain Marvel um, number eight reprint that is um, going to have the first. Oh yeah, that was in the FOC, and we didn't talk about it, wasn't it? Was it in the FOC? Yeah, it was in the FOC. I'm an idiot. 
We, we, I, I we wrote it right down here? right here. Well, let's do this. Let me check. Captain Marvel. Number eight, second printing. New art variant. We've glossed right over it, Kyle. There it is. <laughs> I wrote a note. It literally says Captain Marvel 8, second print. How many you want? Get me two. It will have the character star, her first cover art. She is on the yes. cover. Um, and that is a hot, 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 hot book. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about it so I would remind myself that, yes, we wanted to to order that. And maybe I should have put that before the FOC? Yeah, yeah, that should have been news <laughs> that jumps out. That should have been our I'm transitioning sorry. news. Yes. Uh, one of these days I'll figure out how to run this show. Um, <laughs> Cover Price has released its top-selling comics for the week of seven twenty-six. Hey, that's today. Hey. Um, guess what number one is? We just finished talking about it. It's Captain Marvel number eight. Sold 125 copies this week. Jeez. And had a weekly sale average of $40 for a raw book. Um, the new character star appears in this. Uh, that's that's the uh, the Carnage version, I think. Carnage Blood logo. So if you look at the yeah. A in Captain and the V in Marvel, you see how it's bloody. That's your special Carnage logo secret variant. Wow, that really didn't do much, did they? No. Very subtle. But uh, I think it's just like... Uh, some of those pink signature variants, like hey, just like yeah. one, every one in four or five, or oh, okay, special. that's cool. Yeah. Um, so like the, you didn't you didn't order that as a as a blood variant. It just when you picked it up, it was different. Oh, okay. Captain Marvel eight, uh, the the regular Carnage variant, um, sold one hundred and sixty one copies, and um, had a high sale of one hundred and forty for a nine eight. They got a nine eight pack already. Come on, it had to be pre sale, right? Yeah, something something that's great, right? Yeah. Uh, we got the What If number 10, Kyle. Hey. Uh, sold 143 copies. Um, it has Jane Foster as Thor. So it's hitting two things. We're talking the Jane Foster movie. We're talking What If yep. series. So um, it uh, had a high sale of $425 graded. Wow. I could have got this for how much? A quarter? Quarter. Holy moly. Not that long ago. Um, another Captain Marvel 8. Just to cover A. Sold 129 copies, had a high sale of 63 bucks. Jeez, still doing well. Um, Spawn 299, the San Diego Comic Con variant. If you were so lucky to be out there and get that, um, it's had a high sale of 350 dollars. <laughs> it's it hot, limited very limited. Like 500 bucks. Yeah, 500 those are the ones bucks. you walk in and you can get for 20 bucks, right? Yep. You stand in line and they sell so many. And right now there is a, a one of them. With one day and twenty two hours left, is currently at three hundred twenty five dollars plus ten shipping, nineteen bids, with a day and a half left. That is nuts. Yeah. Um, the Eternals number one, um, still heated up after the announcement, so um, it's selling for sixteen hundred graded. Ninety six copies of it moved. Holy moly. Silver Surfer Black, number two, the Martine variant, 96 copies sold. Um, I'm so mad because I got graded. this because I thought this is going to be a good series. Somebody's going to want all these series. 
it's only the variants that anybody gives a crap about. And I, it, it's the first time I've seen that in a while where just the variants are the only movement. Always uh, go cover A, he says. Well, these, Always. I can't, I'm priced out of these variants anyways, but still. Oh, they're not independently orderable. Yeah, yeah, no dice on those. Yes. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 95, uh, 69 copies. Uh, the new female turtle, uh, $45 raw average. Um, Captain Marvel 8, another variant, 53 copies, sold um, $200 raw. That's your 1 in 25. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Comics presents 6, that's the first Wolverine's, Wolverine's daughter uh, appearance, um, selling for 76 bucks. Cool. Did we miss bit. the second print of this, I think? Uh, yeah, I think we had missed that one. So, ah, yeah. Second print of that is, it's got her on the cover. Yes. We might have, no, I think we might have caught that. I think we might have caught, yeah. Pre-sale yeah, comes out that. July 24th. Yeah, so I think, it, we, I think yeah, we that just that came out. Yes. Uh, we caught that one, but missed out on the, the original. Um, some runners-up, uh, Marvel Comics 5, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I have a stroke right here on air, man. Jeez. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 95, the Eastman variant, uh, Thor number 1, the Staples variant. Was that Fiona Staples? Yeah. Well, it was a 125. We didn't reach for that. We didn't reach for that one. The Walking Dead 190 is on here. Uh, Eternals 5 Spider-Man 361 I can't remember what that one was I'm going to have to click on that one Hold on, hold on folks Good radio That's your carnage Oh yeah, 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 of course Of course um, Spider-Man 798, is that Red Goblin? Yeah, it's Red Goblin since he's got his own series So he's heating up again Um uh, turtles, and there's so many of those 9.8s out there, right? The the Red Goblin first appearance? Yes. So many of them, and they're still... Let me sell them for 50 bucks. That's not bad. There you go. People can make some money. Yeah. Uh, turtles 51. That's Jenica as a human's first appearance. Okay. Venom Lethal Protector. This was a quarter bin book. It's yeah. a seven-day trend and had a high sale of 205 bucks for us. For a CBCS 9.4, Kyle. A CBCS 9.4 got $200 for a quarter bin book. That cray. Uh, we've got these laying around. Yep. Um, and we could get a CGC 9.8, couldn't we? Yep. I would think. Holy moly. Uh, got, Thor got a Thunder 25. That's um, your a cameo from Jane Foster. I don't know. Another Jane Foster-ish. Yeah. Alright. Um, let's see. That is all the news and notes. Let's hop over and do our uh, sneak. Uh, of course, the sneak peek. We go over to previewsworld.com. We find new releases. And of course, we're talking about July 31st, 2019, the last week in July of our five release windows. Looks like we got all kinds of big stuff here. Let's start in image. Yeah, there really wasn't a down week this time, was no, there? No, they spread it out well. Yeah. Paper Girls 30 is the series finale. It's double-sized. And then I go into BKV withdrawal because yes. there is nothing. Nothing! Okay. Yep. Um, but this is going to be great. It's going to be a movie. Or no, it's going to be a TV series. Um, it's a $5 finale. But I don't know if you get any more of these. I mean, you've got how many number ones? Ten? 
Yes. <laughs> have you sold any yet? No. Have you put any up yet? No. But I got a nice okay. little pile here, ready to rock. They're ready to go, though. Yeah. Um, we got Spawn 299 with some great covers. Yeah. And we've got the second printing the of Cover Walking A, Dead. of course, the homage. Yes. Yeah, they're all the same thing, actually. It's all the homage. And then the Walking Dead 193 second printing. That does say final issue on it. It is the final issue of Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, it says the end up top, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's all I have. Yep. Down to Dark Horse. Manor Black, number one, from Colin Bunn and Brian Hurt with Tyler Cook Art. From the creators of Harrow County... And the sixth gun. Drew, those are both your things. Mm-hmm. Wicked and corrupt children fight over who will take the reins of Manor Black and become representative of the black arts. Yeah, Yeah, nothing. Let's keep on going. Where you at? IDW? You ready to do that? IDW. Canto number two. Canto number one. Big book. Grab Canto number two. Um, is TMNT, I mean, should you be hopping on these Eastmans or hopping on these because there's a hot new character's first appearance? she on the cover? Nope, she ain't on the cover. Skip it. Who, yeah, she, is that her on the cover of the, the, the Eastman? No. Who is it? I, I'm not reading the series enough to know the answer to that. Oh. I don't know what Jerica, Jenica, Jelica. She looks like a turtle now, dude. Oh, she looks like a turtle. Yeah. Okay. Gears of War's pop one shot. Of course, uh, Gears of War pop a uh, a a mobile game coming from the Gears of War universe. Oh, okay. And gotcha. we get a little one shot shot. Uh, Fun little comic about it. Yeah. They so cute. That's all I got. Alright. So Crow, oh, yeah, we got Crow Hack and Slash. Uh, number two. Number one sold well enough to go back to a second print. So uh, if you were even thinking about that, you may want to jump back on it. Not. Not thinking about that. How did Road of Bones go to third printing? <laughs> it's crazy. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, exactly. Do right. DC? DC, sir. Got some good stuff here. We've Last got uh, Batman Who Laughs, final issue. Oh, yeah. The number seven. Feels a little bit behind, maybe, but maybe not. Nah. Um, uh, and then we have Batman Last Night on Earth, number two. Both quality series. Yeah, it's a crazy-looking book. Yeah. Good looking Batman Who Laughs variant from Dave Fincher or David Finch. Yeah. Um, we've got a Justice League Dark Annual for Swamp Thing fans. He's kind of the, the featured uh, character in that. Could be cool. And we are reissuing the Kitchen trade paperback from Ollie Masters with Very the movie cool. coming out. Yes. Very timely. Get that out. 
That's pretty much all I see from DC. Alright, let's head on down and see Marvel. Uh, I don't... I'm not, I'm not that familiar with Death's Head, so yeah, I'm not sure if he can carry, or this character yeah, can carry mm, a book. I'm out. You're already out? Yeah. Alright. Let's see who uh, Marvel Team Up has. Um, Marvel, the first Captain Marvel, with Kamala Khan and who? Uh, Carol Danvers back together. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not interested. Not interested in any X books at all right now until they get this all powers of X and War of Realm stuff plays its course and yep. we can just get back to having an X book again. And we're going to have all kinds of fun. There's a Venom manual. Um, Kate does weird stuff. Um, did he not say something about his annual and it was going to have uh, the Venom Lady Hellbender thing happening that was a big deal? And he's not even writing it. Oh, he's not writing it? No, you said Kate's, right? Isn't it Donny Cates? Yeah, right now we got Ryan Caddy and Emily Lerner on the so it's not even a Donny Cates book. Uh, then, I, then, then I retract my last statement, Your Honor. <laughs> but we get a backup in it with the origin of Lady Hellbender in it. So he, I don't know if he's, I don't know. I don't know Maybe he's pimping it. that. I don't know. That's possible. Maybe I misread the tweet. Do not know. Dynamite. Nothing. Moving on. Moving on. Boom. Smart. Nothing moving on. Moving on. Smaller. We've got Boston Metaphysical Society number one by Madeline Holly Rosing and an art by Emily Hugh. The year is 1895. Imagine an alternate steampunk history. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Don't care about steampunk histories. Don't know Enzo Garza, and I'm freaked out by Gut Ghost till we meet number one from Scout Comics. <laughs> oh wow! Click at your own risk. Oh, somebody sent me, and I don't, I didn't get into the feedback. Doggone it! Someone sent me something about Heathen. Oh uh, yeah, optioned. Heathen's optioned. Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'll have to find out who who that one of our listeners sent that to us, and they, they got some movement on on Heathen. So, um. I think you have a couple of those, don't you? I do. But Heathen dates out, which doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, what about Killers Number One from Valiant? Yeah, looks. Um, we don't we don't do much Valiant, but uh -uh. It looks kind of interesting. Maybe it's cover A looks interesting. B and C look <laughs> nothing special. Yeah. Okay. And like. Um. Each of these assassins can channel their key in different ways. Is key like chi? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's a Valiant Universe thing. Yeah, possible. Whatever the Jonin. I don't. Another Colin Bunn book, Knights Temporal. Uh, from Aftershock. Yeah. You're a big Aftershock guy. You're you a big Colin Bunn guy. I bet you're going to get this. Got it on order. Yep, excited about that. We've got Love She Offered from Glenn Moan. This looks Probably adorable. 
It does. Uh, with art by Terso Lanetta. Six weeks ago, Brian Thompson's daughter, Julia, was murdered. <laughs> That's adorable, Kyle. Stabbed several times with a knife. Gosh, it's just sweet. And left for dead right outside her home. Kyle, you sure can call it. Don't judge a book by its cover. The, po- the police questioned her ex-boyfriend, Sean, but he was never charged. Wow. It's <laughs> a real happy book. It's a beautiful-looking cover. Brian, however, is convinced that Sean is the killer. He knows it, and he wants justice for his daughter. Together with his brother Earl and his best friend Ross, Brian comes up with a plan. They kidnap Sean and bring him to a remote cabin. Their goal to make Sean confess his crime. Everything goes to hell from there. And it, you look at the at the cover, and it's a comic experience book, which is cool. It's the so it's someone who took took the the classes. And created this, so that's really cool. Um, and it, but it looks like a love story. It looks like a you know a romance comic. It doesn't, but the solicit does not read that way. Murder, death, and grime. Yeah, it doesn't look anything like Red Winter Number One from Scout Comics by Michael Gordon and Francisco Munoz, former NYD PD productive in the fifties, now living in Capnoia. Time written Moscow, blah blah blah, Russia, blah blah blah. Hates yeah. it, blah blah blah, blood <laughs> money. Okay. That's all I got. Sorry, just looking at Rick and Morty real quick. I'm moving on. Alright, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask you what your pick of the week is. This is your opportunity to make sure you go in well. on that last day to Lion Snag book. It's and I boring. Know what you're gonna pick, and you're gonna boringly it, pick the book that I was gonna pick. It's a boring pick, but I see the last chance that I have to pick it forever. So it's Walking Dead, oh. the second print huh. of the last issue, um, and I will never be able to pick Walking Dead as my sneak peek pick ever again. And I need a second. I'm gonna be okay. But it's gone. Uh, it's gone. So this is my last chance. So I, I, I think, um, this was caught everybody by unawares. Oh my goodness! It was so well done. I just so, looked at my order for last month because I checked it when I submitted my order yeah. for this month, and I saw Walking Dead one ninety fours and stuff, and I just yeah. son of a <laughs> yeah. And um, it's yeah. So uh, I'm, that's my last chance. So I'm, I'm on. I'm go. And I'm going with the softball of Canto number two from IDW. That's C-A-N-T-O. number T-W-O. But not really too bad of a week in this five-week July. Um, definitely no, not bad at all, all kinds of reasons to make sure you hit your LCS up when it opens on Wednesday. This is not a week to skip. There's all kinds of good stuff. Man, DC had great stuff. Marvel had great stuff. Your smaller publishers have great stuff. I found a book in IDW worth a go. Come on now. So, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, we uh, appreciate you making it to the end of this podcast. Of course, you can find all of our social medias, our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks, our YouTubes, all kinds of things can be found at comicsfunprofit.com. 
Book.com. So make sure you're part of it. If we missed a book this week that you think is the book to have, or if you think we're crazy for saying things like Canto or Walking Dead, let us know. Be part of the podcast. Throw in a little bit of feedback. Comment your things. If you're talking still about Marvel Phase 4, throw about some more because it seems like I'm learning new and interesting stuff each and every day. But for Drew and myself, we thank you so much. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>